great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter, but you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We have a lot to get to this morning. And, of course, we are taking your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Liz Cheney, President Trump's most fiercest rival. Republican adversary in Congress defeated, going down in defeat, losing her primary. And to my Democratic friends that say, well, Dominic, you know, why why do you still act like Trump is the, the king kingmaker on the Republican side? Well, it, the numbers don't lie. Only two of the 10 House Republicans who voted to impeach Trump are still standing. Two out of ten. So uh, there are a couple of other races that we are, are watching. Murkowski, uh, Senator Murkowski, Sarah Palin vying for the state's sole seat in Congress for Alaska. And so my, my next story we're focusing on is much as it is in the public interest to see the document. Don't count on it. I'm talking about the affidavit. Big hearing coming up on Thursday. The federal judge who approved the warrant for the FBI to search Mr. Trump's uh, Mar-a-Lago estate has scheduled the hearing on a motion to unseal the affidavit that prosecutors used to secure it. Uh, the arguments are set for Thursday at 1 p.m. to hear each side. The Justice Department opposes. They are against the disclosure of the affidavit because prosecutors say this is their version, that it would compromise the ongoing investigation into the former president's handling of classified materials. And so... Uh, One of the prosecutors wrote in a filing this week, quote, if disclosed, the affidavit would serve as a roadmap to the government's ongoing investigation, providing specific details about its direction and likely course in a manner that is highly likely to compromise future investigative steps. So in other words, the government is arguing if the court rules against their side, There goes the entire case. Trump, by the way, the former president, is calling for the release of the affidavit and also for the judge overseeing the case to recuse himself. Another story we're going to deal with this morning, Cardinal Timothy Dolan meets with asylum seekers arriving in New York City on buses from Texas. And you may recall... Our guest last night, Harlem leader Jackie Rowe Adams, about the gun violence in New York. Well, just hours ago, she was on the top stage with the NYPD. They had her front and center in announcing that the NYPD captured 46 guns, 4-6, over the weekend. And, of course, uh, Jackie Rowe Adams is the mom who lost two sons in in shootings, and she appeared with the uh, chief of patrol for the NYPD. In Washington, Biden signs the, President Biden signs the Inflation Reduction Act, sealing what is supposed, key word, supposed to be a major Democratic victory. Folks, bottom line, unless it cuts Inflation. 
and some pundits say it won't do that at all. But unless it cuts inflation by the midterms, it will not benefit Democrats, at least by by the midterms. And I hate to say I told you so, but the upstate New York Poison Center is alerting the public about receiving an increase in calls for children and teens who have eaten marijuana edibles. We all think this is cute, society-wise, legalized marijuana. Wait until we see the side effects, the, the downside to legalized marijuana. Just watch, just watch and wait and see. We're going to start with your telephone calls this morning. A lot to chew on there. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Let's start with John in New Jersey. Good morning, John, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Thank you. First, I'd like to say that I consider myself a patriot. I'm going to talk about Trump. Okay, it's very back, hard to hear you, back. John. But but go, but go ahead, I'm go sorry. ahead. It's okay. Go ahead. Uh, he, the vaccines, have harmed many, many, many people. He gave all the vaccine medical people who make these vaccines. He took all liability away from them. Okay, John, I, words, I, I, I have a lot of calls, so so what, what are you trying to tell me? I'm trying to tell you that I don't think much of the man that took liability away from the untested vaccines that killed and maimed a lot of people. I have no respect for the man whatsoever. So you're referring to Mr. Trump. I, it's very hard to yes, hear sir. you, John. Okay, so you have no respect for him because you say that he took uh, 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 immunity, liability. liability away from the manufacturers of the vaccines. Okay, okay. Well, I, I don't have a way of verifying that right now, John, but I but I do thank you uh, for the call, and I will try my best to uh, follow up on that. We are taking your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Charles in Queens, good morning. What's on your mind? Hi, love your shows. Thank always. you. Thank you. Um, okay, I'll try to be brief. Mary Garland, the head of the DOJ, the Department of Justice, which is an oxymoron in this regime, said, no, speaking about Trump and the attack rate, he said, nobody's above the law. So I was thinking to myself in a facetious way, yeah, nobody's above the law if you're a Republican. Then I thought a little bit more. If you're a Democrat, if you're Hillary Clinton or Ray or Cole or John. Uh, Wait, Charles, your, your phone is going in and out. Boy, we're batting a 1,000 here tonight, guys. We, we got to get it together. Avery, we, we got to focus on these calls. Okay. Thank you for the call, Charles. Let's go to Michael in New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. What's on your mind? Yeah, good morning. What's on my mind is Liz Cheney has to be the stupidest moron that ever lived. Why would you turn against Trump when you know it's going to cost you the election? I mean, if you care so little about holding the position, then you really don't give a damn about your constituents. Because if you did, you wouldn't have turned on him when the Democrats did so much worse. She never criticized Hillary Clinton. She never criticized any of them. But she's going to turn on one of her own who had the economy economy of this country in a fantastic mode, right? So she deserves to lose. Her political career is over. My advice to her is get a job cleaning toilets. Hey, Michael, Michael, I, I hear you on your talking points. Let me ask you this. What if, what if Liz Cheney feels in her heart of heart that she's standing on principle and that somebody has to stand up and do what's right? 
why didn't she criticize the Democrats? Why didn't she criticize the riots that burned down city after city, policemen getting killed? She didn't say a word against that. But, you know, January 6th, January 6th, January 6th, one person died January 6th. That was uh, Ashley Babbitt, who got shot for no reason by a policeman. But the policemen that were killed and wounded and had bricks thrown at them, that the moron, the idiot, the imbecile didn't say anything about. She kept quiet. So if you kept quiet about that, then keep quiet about January 6th. If you're going to open up your mouth about a, a, a minor little nothing, then open up your mouth that, that the vice president bailed out all the criminals that were locked up for rioting. But the idiot moron didn't say anything about that, did she? Well, Michael, if you pay attention to her uh, re-election uh, commercial that was done by her father, the former um, vice president, you could hear, for lack of a better term, the hatred that Vice President Cheney had for Mr. Trump. So I have a funny feeling, this is only speculation on my part, that this goes much deeper than any uh, public event, that this is a feud amongst the families privately where we may not ever know what this is all about. Her father, of course, held the election, so he's not too much any brighter than his daughter, because his daughter should have said, look, I'm a Republican. If I do this in the state of Wyoming, my political career is over. I can't, I'm not going to say he's good. I'm not going to say he's bad. I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. But she wanted to take her father's part. Okay, your career is over, moron. Now go clean toilets, because that's the only thing that you have the brains to do. Okay, all right. Well, that goes a bit far, Michael, but... but- but uh, but thank you, thank you for the call. Let's go to uh, Neil in Staten Island on Staten Island. Good morning, Neil. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. You know, it it irks me that the mayor, of uh, the commissioner of immigration, Cardinal Dolan, is meeting the buses of migrants and treating them like they're conquering heroes. They're not conquering heroes. They're they're illegals. And they're thieves because they're taking money from the taxpayer to support them. What I would do is when those buses come in, I bring them to the Port Authority. I let them go to the bathroom, do their stuff, relieve themselves, put them back on the bus, and send them to D.C. Because it's a lot cheaper than spending $400 a night for a hotel room. In lieu of that, I have three bedrooms in my house. I only take one. I'd love to take two of those guys in for $400 a night. I mean, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous, the money they're going to spend, the millions. And for what? The taxpayers' money. And we're paying it because the government, Biden, is not going to give us anything. Well, you know, the whole thing is a mess. And uh, if you are a – thank you for the call, Neil. If you are a homeless New Yorker, I can understand how you would feel that – the government is turning its back on you because you're a small fry in this much bigger pond of kumbaya to, to migrants. And look at me. I'm the mayor. I'm, I'm welcoming the migrants. I'm finding a way out of no way. But it's coming at the expense of other people. And that's, that is wrong. You mentioned Cartnew, uh, Timothy Dolan. He met with the assembly, with the uh, asylum uh, seekers arriving uh, in New York on the buses from Texas. The meeting happened uh, uh, today. Well, te- it's now technically yesterday. And comes as Mayor Eric Adams continues to make clear that he will not turn the migrants away. This is what the Cartnew had to say. They've just been through turmoil. Some of them for months have been walking from Colombia and Venezuela. These just aren't cases. These just aren't. Uh, these just aren't problems. <clears throat> these just aren't statistics. These are not just refugees and asylum seekers in the plural. These are people with names, and with dads and moms. So the Catholic uh, Charities of the Archdiocese of New York says that more than 1,500 migrants, and I'm going right back to your telephone calls, 1,500 migrants have shown up at their doors just in the last six weeks alone, and and they, along with the city, are helping with things like food, places to stay, health care, and uh, legal 
help. Let's go to David in the Bronx. Good morning, David. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yes, good morning, Dominic. Um, If I could set something straight and then get to my point quickly. That caller, your first caller that said that Trump was responsible for vaccine manufacturers having no liability for whatever he was talking about, that is not true. That policy has been going on for decades, so that's false. Now, about Liz Cheney, you had a caller that attacked her viciously, called her all kinds of names. Listen, we don't elect people to do everything we want them to do, especially in the Republican Party. If a person's elected, we put them in office to make a stand for things that they believe in. Now, whether you like Trump or not, and you know I don't, we've argued about this before, she took a stand because I believe those are her convictions. And we shouldn't be condemning people and acting like Trump is some kind of god who can't be questioned. You know, I I think she's a patriot. I don't agree with her on anything. She's extremely conservative. She has condemned Hillary Clinton. She voted for 90 percent of what Trump wanted. So let's not pretend because she doesn't like one slash six that she's this horrible human being who deserves never to hold public office again. David, would you say that her defeat uh, is a victory this morning for Mr. Trump? Unfortunately, yes. I think it shows that Trump managed to fully take over the Republican Party, which I know a lot of your callers are going to love, but I think it's terrible for the future of the Republican Party in the long term. Okay. Well, David, I thank you uh, very much for the uh, telephone call. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are going to take a break. When we come back, a number of topics and elections going on and literally as we speak we're going to rockland county new jersey philadelphia yonkers suffolk county and forest hills they say this is a big rich town i just come from the poet's part bright light city life i gotta make it now here's dominic carter on talk radio 77 wabc and we are back. Thursday is the hearing, the federal hearing, where the judge will hear arguments on whether or not to release the affidavit, which is the key element to the unprecedented uh, raid on the on the former president's house. My prediction is it will never be released, uh, at least as of right now. But but we will see. Let's see what Stan in Forest Hills has to say about the uh, inflation, the quote-unquote Inflation Reduction Act. Good morning, Stan. How are you, my friend? Great I'm doing talk. well, thank you. Good, and I hope good. you're doing well. I woke up, so I guess I'm still here, yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Dominic Carter, tonight, and all the people who call the show who are Republicans and are diabetics, this is your moment for folks You owe the Democrats a lot because today they signed that legislation that will benefit every diabetic in this country related to insulin. Because of the legislation passed today, your uh, cost on insulin will be capped at about $32. Not one, not one Republican voted for this overall bill, not even for the insulin folks. If you are a diabetic, you have just learned the facts that the Republicans couldn't give a crap about you and your health. This is what has been proven. Okay? This well, is the bill. It's well, the truth. Well, okay, but let, let's look at the other side, Stan. There uh, is no other side. Okay. If you don't vote for insulin, what can't you vote for? Okay. I'm sorry. Okay, well, Go ahead. Go ahead. what about the other side in terms of, uh, as you already know, Republicans claim that this is going to do nothing to help with inflation and point to all of the IRS agents that are coming on board and so on. What about that part of the argument? That's not what I'm talking about. Right. You're, 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 you're narrow- this wait, is wait, wait, more wait, important. Wait, wait, wait. Stan, you're Dominic, narrowly you know, focusing. This you, Dominic. Wait, wait, this affects wait you. Stan, you're narrowly focusing on one potential. In other words, you're focusing on 5% of the bill. Oh, I'm focusing on stuff that will affect multi-millions of people. Yes, of course, capping 
the uh, price. The only thing the Republicans capped was their teeth. They did nothing. Uh, this overall bill, they didn't vote for anything. Okay? How about the $2,000 that's maximum on, on uh, uh, prescription drugs and for allowing the government, Medicare, to go after costs and so forth? The Republicans voted nothing. They weren't, had no intention of voting for this bill, even with the most, as I see it, the most important part of it, diabetes and insulin. If they can vote against people's lives, because that's what this is about. And Dominic Carter, you know you take insulin. You could possibly afford it. Millions will be affected by what has happened today. Republicans who are on the, uh, insulin and are diabetic, you have to vote Repu- Democrat in November 8th. It's absolute because they don't care for you. They didn't. Otherwise, they would have voted. Okay. Well, well, I I wouldn't use the language of they don't care for you. Stan, before I move on, because I have a lot of calls, what what about the argument that, and sure, I mean, who who would be in their right mind would be against lowering uh, cost uh, for insulin? But at some point, somebody's got to pay for all of this. And where does all the money keep coming from? Paid for. That's what that 50% on the corporate, it's paid for. 400000 or under. President Biden, basically, and they looked at it and so forth. It is paid for. You can come up with 100 different ways to Friday. This bill, is, I'm, I'm interested in all of it, but this bill, if you cannot vote to give medical product to people, insulin, to save lives, what does that say about the Republican Party? Now, there are over 4 million Republicans on the Affordable Care Act, about that or more. Now, they just passed... Uh, uh, subsidies for that. That's a benefit, too, that Republican citizens who are on the Affordable Care Act, can't afford major, will be getting. And Republicans as well as Democrats both take insulin. But if you can sit there and not see that they don't give a damn for your health, it's obvious they wouldn't vote at all for this bill in any shape. And that's why they have to be defeated. For, ins- uh, by the way, inflation, that's coming down. Okay, okay you know, stand- Prices on gas, coming What's, down. Uh, 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 Ahead, so 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 it takes a crisis before and thank you for the call Stan it takes a crisis before this president acts so what what you just said Stan is the gasoline prices are coming down they should have never been allowed by this administration to get that out of control and i can go industry by industry and i can also point to inflation and listen again I don't think anybody's against lowering prices on insulin. But at a certain point, the bill's got to be paid. And the rap on Democrats is that they are wonderful at spending other people's money. And sometimes, Stan, with love, the costs are the bottom line. And so if if the insulin is wrapped up in a much broader bill, then uh, the, these things happen. Let's go right back to the um, to the uh, telephone calls. Gracie in Rockland County. Good morning, Gracie. What's on your mind? Good morning, dear Dominic. Listen, I, I, I want to say something about Cheney, but first, don't diabetics eat meat? Don't diabetics eat the cereal. I mean, the point was so narrow that Stan made that it's absolutely ridiculous. Wait, when I'm you sorry. when you say Gracie, when you say don't diabetics eat, I'm I'm not following. What I mean is the food costs so much. Don't they drive? So they're going to save two cents on the insulin and and spend a, a dollar on the other stuff. Okay, you got to look at the whole picture. Well, you do have to look at the whole picture, Gracie, and I'm about to let you go ahead. But wait, wait, but, wait, but, but let me I, just no, say something no, no, about I, 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 I am going to let you, Gracie. That's what I said. I'm going to let you go ahead. But let me just make this comment in defense of Stan, and I will do it. Insulin costs are outrageous, and people cannot afford them. That's the climate that we live in now. Now, go ahead, Gracie. You have the floor. Okay, thank you. Cheney, Elizabeth Cheney, I don't think she's principal because she she did it due to her father that defending the family honor. 
that uh, so she should listen to what her constituents wanted and not take it personally. Now all these people that are praising her are the same people that hated her father, Halliburton, Halliburton, Halliburton. I know you remember Halliburton. Yes. How they criticized Cheney that everything he did was wrong when he was vice president. You know, and now. He's uh, the whole family is wonderful. Like you remember things, I remember things. A lot of people have very narrow memories, mm-hmm. so I I don't have respect for her on that um, area. Now she won't have to clean toilets because there's money in the family. Halliburton, Halliburton, but she'll be on CNN or MSNBC, so we don't have to worry about her. And thank you, Dominic. Thank you. I have a funny feeling that ultimately uh, that she may end up joining uh, the Biden administration. But we'll see. There's a lot of talk. Uh, Gracie, thank you for the call that she may, Liz Cheney, run for president and would be an adversary in the campaign uh, against Trump. That would be very, very interesting. Marianne in Queens, good morning. You are on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Of course. Um, I would like to um, to respond to Stan about what he say about the diabetic uh, uh, prescriptions and the, the insulin and all of that. I have family in my uh, that already have that, uh, and the thing is that the what I'm seeing about when they introduce. Uh, a bill or any budget, they put a little bit of something, but the ramifications of the rest is bringing down uh, the economy and put a lot of uh, a lot of items that have nothing to do with, for example, this time this time for the economy. Biden brought down the economy, destroyed the gas industry, make thousands of people to lose their jobs. Increase the inflation, and now Stan is talking about him putting a little bit of money for the diabetics. Meanwhile, the diabetics are losing their jobs. They are also not able to pay for the gas, and the inflation is actually not allowing them to get a, a roof on over the, their head because of the price of the apartments is outrageous. So he has to see the big picture. He's a politician already, and he is here just to make campaign for the Democrat Party. Is he blind or something? Isn't he seeing what is going on in America? He has to see the whole thing, because to me, he's a traitor. You see, he's always making people angry, because he just sees himself. And he is actually sabotaging this program and bring his ship campaign for uh, for this party that is destroying the economy and everyone in this country. Mm-hmm. Well, Marianne, I, I appreciate your call and your sentiment. And I, I just want to say this as it relates to Stan or any other caller to the program. Everyone here is welcomed. There are only one or two people for reasons that I won't specify on the radio uh, that are not allowed to uh, call into this program. Everyone. Everyone, including Stan, is welcome to call into this program. And I try and mix up the uh, the calls. And I'm aware of the fact of how some of you feel against Stan. I'm aware of the fact of how some of you feel in support of Stan. And so that's democracy. That's the American way. We don't we don't agree on everything and we try we try to have consensus. And that's what this program is all about hearing from you our listeners. Al in Yonkers. Good morning. What's on your mind? Hello Dominic. You know Dominic, I just wanted to point out what you know uh Liz Cheney's defeat tonight in uh in Wyoming was expected. Uh, as you know, Wyoming is a Republican stronghold in the Union. And she probably would have been able to, her father prior to her, uh, as you know, he was a congressman from uh, from this state. He also served uh, as uh, chief of staff to Gerald Ford. 
Uh, it is a state that Alan Simpson served for many, many years as a Republican senator. So she chose to go an opposite way against the president, and uh, she lost tonight. Uh, the talk of her running for president, uh, I just can't see uh, how she could do it, because if she even wanted to run, the first primary state would be Iowa, which wouldn't go for her. Maybe New Hampshire, the Granite State's a little more moderate to liberal. Then we move south, Super Tuesday. And as you know, the south is President Trump's stronghold. That is his base. So I just can't see her moving forward with a presidential run. But, Al, please keep in mind that most candidates that that run for president know that they can't win. That's not the goal. The, the goal is to either raise their profile, uh, position themselves for number two on the ticket, position themselves for a cabinet-level appointment when the campaign is over, uh, when when the current verse, vice president ran for president, you can't tell me that Kamala Harris thought that she could win the Democratic nomination. That's not what it was about. She was positioning herself from California more onto the national stage, and it worked. It, you know, the timing, the, the the demographics of racial politics, it worked for her. Biden said, you know, even though you criticize me, come on, you know, run on my ticket. Now she's the vice president uh, of America. So I'm making a, a point going full circle that maybe Liz Cheney's goal, should she run, she's already got the name recognition, positive or negative, would be to take on President Trump in a uh, in, in debate settings. I, I don't know what her personal goal is, but I do feel that this is fair and I have nothing to base this on. This is family related that 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 there's some type of um, spat between the former president and the uh, Cheney family. And and that played a large uh, role in this. Let's go to uh, Joe jo Kim. I'm not Joaquin in Pennsylvania. Good morning. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. I want to comment on Liz Cheney and January 6th. Okay, go ahead. I'm glad, I'm glad that she really got defeated, ter- you know, badly, because this whole January 6th thing, whenever they try and uh, equate it with uh, 9-11 and, and Pearl Harbor, this is desecration, okay? And in my opinion, and, you know, it's been pointed out, and there's a woman who wrote a book, Julie Kelly, and it really shows how... January 6th could have been a a federal operation, okay? The amount of people that were there that day, the original estimates were almost a million people, okay? If there was an insurrection, are you kidding me? It would have gone nuts. Okay, so so what what would you call it? And, And I have to be honest with you. I am really tired of debating the facts of January 6th. I, I, you know, we, everybody keeps want to keep regurgitating the facts, but I'll play along for a second. What would you call what happened? What was, what happened? I mean, in the first place, they denied the National Guard. No, 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 no. no. I didn't ask for your reasons. I said, how would you define what happened? It's a real simple question. All right. What happened is, is they basically went against what was constitutional. Donald Trump was doing everything. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. So, so, so can, can, can you answer the question or you refuse to answer the question? What? Oh, no, I'm not refusing to answer. Okay, but, but I don't have forever to go back and forth with you. I, it's a real simple question. What happened on January 6th? What was it? There was. It, it wound up being where the, the basically the feds they encouraged this whole thing. Okay, you know, I mean, all right. Okay, I, I, I'm had... sorry. I'm sorry. If you're not gonna, if you're not gonna Dominic. be factually honest, then I, I mean, so 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 you just want to spin this on the feds, and it's nobody else's responsibility for what happened. Now you're confusing me, Dominic. Because I then, then you tell me what do you think happened? No, I'm asking you. See, you're trying. Okay, I, I have too many phone calls to go back and forth with you. Thank you for the call. Let's see here. Let's go to George in Oceanside. Good morning, George. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. And Good morning. To say about what Stan's talking about. I see his point, but you can't vote on part of a bill. 
It's either the whole thing right. or nothing. Right. And there was so much in the bill Correct. that's causing it. Like, like the woman said after him, everything else is going is going to go sky high like it is already. And it's going to wipe out what you're saving on insulin. And the whole country is not on insulin. But the whole country does have to eat. The whole country has to use gas. We have to heat our homes. And all of this stuff impacts all of us. And mm. he has to look at the bigger picture. That's all. Well, and if the you, Democrats really were just interested in insulin, they wouldn't have. They would have just done an insulin bill. And I guarantee the Republicans would have voted for it. They voted against it because of what it's going to do to inflation. Hmm. That's well, all. well, George, you you make a good point, but but we haven't seen a a bill passed on uh, insulin thus far. It hasn't happened yet. Until just now. This is true. And we have not seen a bill passed on a lot of things because of the fighting going on in D.C. The Democrats mm-hmm. won't give the Republicans a win. The Republicans won't give the Democrats a win. It's ridiculous what's going on right now. And, George, that is the most accurate thing I have heard said on this program in a while. You are correct. The but Democrats won't The media give... has polarized us. Yes, but but it, it bears repeating, the Democrats won't give Republicans a victory, the Republicans won't give the Democrats a victory, and who pays for all of this, George? Who pays? Me. Yes. You. Working a part-time job. <laughs> That's who pays for it. Me. <laughs> right. Well, and the new 87,000 IRS agents are going to be coming after me. <laughs> right. It is frightening. Have a good night. It, it is. Thank you, George. <laughs> it is frightening when you think about the uh, the number of uh, eighty seven thousand uh, IRS agents. And I, folks, I've been audited before. It is not fun. Um, the best way. Okay, imagine going to the dentist for like seven root canals at one time. That's what it feels like, because we no matter what you say. In the audit, the auditor says, show me the receipts to back it up. Sir, here, here is the receipt from the post office where where I, I mailed this item to someone. Can you prove that? Oh, you can't prove that it went to that person? Well, sir, how am I going to prove it? If you can't prove it, then it doesn't count. And it just keeps going. It's it's a death of a thousand cuts if you've never been audited uh, before. Or at least that's the way my, my audit went. I've been audited once and hopefully... It will never, ever, ever happen again. Time for a break. When we come back, we're going to Philadelphia, Jersey City, Queens, New Jersey, and Philly. I think I said Philly. We'll be right back. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. We see all your telephone calls in a moment. We're going right back to them. You may recall our guest last night, Jackie Rowe Adams. She lost two sons to gun violence. She's a leader in the city of New York and the community of Harlem. And over the weekend, the NYPD seized 46 guns. Well, today, the chief of department appeared in the Bronx, and the NYPD had Miss Roe Adams uh, with them. She was there at the news conference and addressed the media. But last night on the program, she was talking to us about bail reform, the system that we currently have. It has to go. I am so disappointed in Carl Hastings, and I say the name, and, and Andrew Cousin Stewart. This law, this law is easy to just sign the bill, sign the bill, and say, putting into law that we're not going to allow the same criminals to go in jail and killing and shooting and beating and robbing and raping people to come back out the next day. 
and 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 stabbing and fighting police officers and and disrespecting police officers to come back out the next day. Now it is Albany, and we could get this stuff straight, and that's how we could fix the problem. But it takes everybody. And it does. And uh, Miss Roe Adams will be joining me um, again. I'll be reaching out to her for my podcast that will be out next Tuesday, a week from uh, today. And so let's go uh, right back to the uh, telephone calls to Philadelphia and our friend Robert. Good morning, Robert. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. It's good to talk to you again. And I'll Same. be quick. I want to answer your question that the other guy didn't want to answer. I would say January 6th was a protest that got out of hand. Okay. 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 That's um, reasonable. That's reasonable. I would also, and I'm not going to be denigrating her and all that, but Liz Cheney isn't really standing on principle. When Trump came in, he said he was going to take on the swamp. There are Republican members in that swamp, like the Bushes and the Cheneys. And I'm glad to say that it looks like we have ridded the Republican Party of the Bushes and the Cheneys, okay? And I think that's a good thing because Trump only did what these swamp members have been campaigning on for the last 40 years, and, and look how they attacked them. So I'm glad they're gone. There's no malice there. You took a gamble and you lost. Goodbye, you know? And I'll, you know, I'll, I'll leave it at that. I, other people want to talk, and I always appreciate listening to your show. And I love having Stan on, even though I don't agree with him on anything. So you have a great night. Man. And you do the same, Robert, in Philly. Thank you very much. From Philly to Suffolk County, let's say good morning to Jeff. Jeff, you are on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Morning, Mr. Oh, fuck. Oh, boy. Okay. All right. Well, Jeff, um, <laughs> Let's go to um, to Carol in New Jersey. Good morning, Carol. Hi there, Dominic. How Hi. are you? I haven't chatted for a while. Oh, I was in the hospital for like a month. Oh, well, I fractured, I, I, my, I fractured my kneecap, but I'm walking again. Well, I'm glad I'm that you're doing better. Again, so. That's wonderful. That's why you didn't hear from me, because... I couldn't call from the hospital. I didn't have my phone. Mm-hmm. Well, we are glad that you are doing better. Thank you so much. Um, Liz Cheney, I, I don't know what to think about her. I I don't think she's going to win anything. I, I, I don't think she will. Um I'm I'm listening. You don't think that she will. And what no, I'm what I I'm thinking think so. is that she has endeared herself uh, to some Democrats. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know what her plans are. I don't know. I just know it was very very personal between her and the uh, former president. And so now, right? You know, so now right. she she's lost Carol, and and we'll see whether or not she is actually going to. Um, run for president. It's going to be interesting. But again, Carol, the more important thing in the conversation is that we're we're glad that you're back. We are glad that you are doing better. Thank you very much for calling this morning. Oh, Lena, also in New Jersey. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Good morning. I want to share a thought with you. Go right ahead. This is you had mentioned marijuana legalization. Yes and what it's doing to us. I'm looking at the whole picture. There's a lot of medical experimentation that is going on, and that's normal. But usually people say, okay, I'm going to sign up, I'm going to get my $50, $60, and I'm going to join this experiment. But these experiments are over the whole society, and most of us don't really have a choice about it. For example, thalidomide, what did it result in? Ritalin, we're still not sure what it resulted in. COVID medication, we don't know where we're going to go in that area. And there's a lot of other stuff that is now thrown. For example, abortion. Abortion's got a lot of branches, pro or con. But what are we doing in experimentation related to abortion? Okay, so there's a lot of stuff. 
stuff going on. Um, the uh, sex changes from male to female and the chromosomal and hormonal changes, we don't know where we're going. In the past, only authoritarian governments forced us on people. But somehow right now in our democracy, we're forcing it on society. Dominic, I'm a little worried about that. I'm being well, very honest with well, you. Well, I, I, I hear you, and there, there are some things. I thank you for the call. There are some things in the country that has me a bit uh, worried, too. Uh, and for me, I start with progressive politics because um, I, I just feel that it's ruining the country. I feel that too many diseases are suddenly, and I've talked about this, you know, suddenly popping back up again, again, by coincidence. And I'm just trying to figure out what is going on here. Let's go to uh, Denver, I believe, in Colorado. Brian, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good evening, or good morning, uh, Dominic. Good morning. Just uh, real quickly, I, I just wanted to convey my own experience as an elected official. Okay, who, uh, no, 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 no. You've called before and wanted to okay. give and get. We're not, we're not doing the personal experience of you say you were an elected official. I have no way of verifying this, and frankly, I don't know what the point of discussing it is. I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just trying to tell you how can I engage in a conversation when I'm listening to your facts. I don't know that these are the facts. That's just your version of what's going on. Jeff in Jersey City, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hello, Dominic. Quickly uh, called uh, about Cheney, and um, you asked uh, about January 6th, what really happened there. I had planned on going there, but when I um, we, the, the thing about this, Dominic, that you don't really talk about too much because you don't know anything about it, but um, me having planned to go there weeks ahead of time, I was told there's going to be a lot of trouble, and the hotel wouldn't even rent me a room, and they they didn't want any Trump supporters. Okay, so I knew there was really a bad element going on. It was also planted in the um, in the crowd, uh, FBI people, agents. They were waving people in there. You remember the old COINTEL pro- programs? That I, 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 the do, I do, I do, I do, I do. But Jeff, but but okay, I, quickly, but right, Jeff, get, Jeff, Jeff, get... Jeff. Wait, no, 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 no. I I know what you're about to say. COINTEL pro, the FBI provoked it from the inside. I you know these conspiracy. I'm not a conspiracy theory person, folks. So I'm the wrong host. To call. I'm a journalist. You got to prove something to me with fact. I'm going to dot every I and cross every T. And I am tired, I really am, of discussing January 6th, what happened. Folks, this is Frank Morano. How how long has it been since since this occurred? What? Uh, two years, right? And, and, and people are still calling up like it happened yesterday. I know, I know. And, and they want to debate well, the merits. You know, uh, in fairness, you know, the, the investigation is going on now, so it's, it's, it, both sides don't want to let it go. You know, I'm with you. I'm all about turning the page on this, talking about the real problems in the country these days, the real opportunities in the next election. But you do have uh, congressional Democrats obsessed with this January 6th issue. You do. So y- y- it kind of makes sense that the Trump defenders are going to push back okay. at their version of but that But if as you well. want to talk the investigation, fine. But I, I don't see any point of us going back and forth over the merits of what happened. I, I, I tend to agree with you. I mean, when you have a limited amount of uh, uh, time to talk, how much time are you going to spend rehashing the same events? I tend to agree. So what do you have coming up this All right, morning? We are loaded for bear in terms of guests. We have – there's a lot of space news, so we're going to go to the go-to guy when it comes to space, Steve Cates, a.k.a. Dr. Sky. He's going to join me for the 1 o'clock hour. We're going to take people's calls about things related to space, astronomy, aviation, 
all sorts of stuff, and it runs the gamut. We're going to get into what kind of drone was used to kill Ayman al-Zwahiri, and we're going to get into the Artemis Project and going back to the moon and China's space station. There's some fun stuff. Then, very excited about this, a New York radio legend, somebody that I believe you're familiar with and one of the great New York characters of all time, Malachi McCourt, is going to join me. We're going to talk about uh, what he's up to these days. And in the 3 o'clock hour, we have uh, an all-star panel Film producer and club promoter Noel Ashman is going to be here. Our friend Marlena Shivo is doing double duty. She's joining me at 3, and then she's joining Sid Rosenberg in the 6 o'clock hour. And um, John McDonough, who's a, a cab driver slash playwright slash comedian, he's going to join me as well. And there's going to be, we're going to, with all that, we're still going to have time for people's phone calls as well. So we've got a lot to get to. Well, indeed, that's the case. Let's go to uh, to back to the telephone calls. Let's go to uh, Jay in Ohio. Good morning, Jay. What's on your mind? Yeah, um, there's a report that came out that uh, a judge released. Uh, he released, um, or they released uh, contents on um, indications, um, indications that on the, the um, on those vaccine shots. And one of them was um, was uh, what do you call it? Um, what do you call that disease that that makes you cripple? That was one of the indications. Polio. Polio no. was one of the indications, and that's why, you know, you know, there's people that are coming up with polio that most likely got vaccinated because it was one of the indications that was released okay. by the judge. But when you judge. when you say a judge, I have no idea what type of judge, well, a, a federal well, judge, and, and I have limited time right now. Well, well, you can look into it, but I'm just telling you what, what um, the explanation for the diseases that are popping up. Because the indication, they, because they were trying to hide uh, what could happen to you if you take the shot, because the shot was totally experimental. Right. Hey, but, Jay, 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 I enjoyed chatting with you, but I find it very hard to believe that a judge uh, basically came out and 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 said, well, I don't even I don't well, even want to repeat went to it. Court because they wanted to know what was in what was what was in the uh, you know what could happen to you if you take the shot, okay. because they, they they were trying to hide it. Okay, so thank, thank you. There's inserts that go in. Thank, thank you for the call. Frank, what, what do you make of all that before I go to the next call? I don't have much to add. I, okay. I concur okay. with your reaction. Okay, okay. Let's go to uh, Frank and Queens. Good morning. You're talking to Frank and Dominic. Hey, Dominic. I actually called Frank about this last week. I just want to give fair warning to everyone on your audience. Um, I left my corporate job a couple of years ago to take care of my parents who are elderly. So on the side, I do DoorDash food delivery. Okay. And I make about I make about fifteen to twenty thousand a year. It's just you know side money for me. And just to show you how aggressive the IRS plans on being when they get up to full force, they came after me this year after I filed my taxes. An official letter from the IRS chasing me they wanted me to write them a check for five dollars hmm so why didn't you just write them the check for five dollars i gladly wrote them the check for five dollars what do you think they're going to start doing now to people like me people that make under a hundred thousand dollars a year when they have eighty-seven thousand agents to audit every one of us five six years back if they're looking for five dollars, we're in big trouble. Well, I uh, my my honest reaction to that is that uh, it sounds like uh, delivery people were put on a uh, a a list uh, to check uh, to make sure that all income is being properly reported. And I mean, I I don't I don't know why uh, the IRS went after you for five dollars, but. But we will see what's going to happen in the uh, future, right, Frank? Uh, that's for sure. We'll see where it goes. Hopefully, uh, th- th- we're not spending a lot of time going after delivery people. We're spending people going uh, uh, millionaires and billionaires who are avoiding taxes. Right, which is what we've been told. So we will see. Dominic Carter saying, have a wonderful morning, folks. I'm passing the baton to Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. Keep it right there. I will be back tomorrow, same time, same station.